Hi everyone, this is Sam, jumping in at the start here with another quick announcement. Detail-oriented listeners may notice that this episode is a bit shorter than usual, and that is because we are kind of relaunching our Patreon page, where you can access all the full episodes for three US dollars a month. Now, in the main feed episode, you'll still get our full review and discussion of the movie, so don't worry about that. But, as long-time listeners will be aware, we often have a pretty painfully long pre-review chat about movies we've seen recently and just other things on our minds. That is now on the Patreon. So if you want all of that, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash exceptionalthieves. This week, we have a pretty long discussion on Rings of Power, Werewolf by Night, and Isaac's idea for combining The Biggest Loser with Lord of the Flies. So for any true fans, any true exceptionalists out there, that's where you'll find the full episodes from now on. Okay, enjoy the review. For all your posturing, all your little speeches, you're nothing but a common thief. I am an exceptional thief, Mrs. McCabe. But no, just make original content. That's what I'm saying. Original new stories, new films. New stories are out there. Sometimes new films are good. This is true. Sometimes new films are almost good. I could go on Rings of Power for a long time, but I'm actually intentionally shutting it down, because otherwise we'll be here for another hour and a half. And this is not, you might be surprised to learn, a Rings of Power episode. (laughs) We've watched other things. Here we're talking about original content. Oh, yes. This is an original content podcast. And by original content, I mean legally hasn't plagiarized anything else although the originality of some of its ideas may be questionable uh-huh hello everyone welcome to exceptional thieves this is a podcast where isaac and i review and rewrite movies i'm sam i'm isaac and today this is another episode of our current very special series see a movie and talk about it for a bit and we have seen don't worry darling the movie of the moment and by the moment i mean about a month ago yeah. When I think roughly when we decided there was to see it. gossip happening. Oh, so so you caught some of the gossip? I heard about the gossip. Oh. I... So much gossip. Don't give a shit, but I heard about the gossip. I was... Follow- it was it was a great time Apparently to be on Apparently somebody Twitter. spat at somebody else. Well... Although I don't know if that actually happened. Well, that that is a moment I'm still absolutely fascinated by do you want me to go through some of the gossip i'd prefer that we Before don't you... but you want to so go i want to okay so <laughs> <laughs> um can i can we ask if you enjoyed the film before we get into the gossip yes i did okay yeah did you enjoy the film no oh okay there are parts that <laughs> i liked yeah okay but so we're gonna we'll get to that yeah now i um I I think I was going in sort of wanting to like it, mm. and I think I like I was sort of pleasantly surprised by certain parts of it. And there's some parts I really really don't like. Mm-hmm. So you know it has it has some critical flaws basically. Yeah. Um, but so apologies for anyone who's already f- deeply familiar with all of this. But if you haven't, if if you're if you're not, if you're an Isaac, if you're an Isaac, and you really don't care, and you just and you just <laughs> and you just like 
walk around the world smelling flowers and singing to birds. Yep. And doing that. And having the best time doing, doing it. that thing where you like roll a big wheel along with a stick and you hit it with a stick. <laughs> I was going to go Yo-Yo Diablo. Yeah. Two sticks. Yeah. If you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're just out there playing on a yo-yo on the street corner until Sam pulls you in to do a podcast <laughs> and every so often, you know, you paying half a crown to go to the pictures. Um <laughs> So the it all the gossip initially started like last year, where originally what? Sh- sh- so yes, we're, so okay. things have been rolling for a long we're time. Going back. We're going. Shia LaBeouf was originally cast in the Harry Styles role, uh-huh. and then he dropped out of the production. At one point, Olivia Wilde said that she basically fired him because of his combative style, which is sort of a nice way of saying being like a real dick, a kind of aggressive method actor, which I would not be surprised at all. Then he came out. He kind of is, isn't he? So In what I, we've got I think for the film. Bullet dodged on multiple levels there. Shia Buff is not the choice you make for that role. Yeah. You choose Nicholas Holt before you choose Shia LaBeouf for that role. You know, I'm glad. Yeah, of, co- of course. I'm glad, you brought, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Many people have said that as well. Many, have they? Yeah. <laughs> Twitter has been saying that, basically saying that you should replace Harry Styles with Nicholas Holt in all of his films, which I think there is an irritatingly strong case to be made for. At a later point, um, Shia Shia LaBeouf then sort of rejected that and said he wasn't fired. He chose to drop out of the project uh, due to lack of rehearsal time and then like released all these text messages and emails kind of supporting that, that like Florence Pugh wasn't committing to rehearse with him um, properly. There's there's video of Olivia Wilde like really trying to get him to come back onto the project if they can convince Florence Pugh to rehearse with him properly. Okay. So the whole time there's just been like public statements being made about the film by Olivia Wilde and others that just like gets massively contradicted by other things. Uh, Olivia Wilde, she was at a, this is this is just a, a kind of a horrible thing that happened. So she's been going through a breakup oh, divorce the, with Mr. Football. The um, You've Been Served. Yeah, and she's like on stage talking about the movie and I the person comes up bit. and serves her the custody papers for their children while she's on stage. So that was so that's just like sort of a horrible thing that happened. That is kind of fucked up. Yeah, and Jason, Jason Sudeikis says he yeah, had no idea that was that was going to happen, but feel like that's the sort of thing you should have control over with your lawyers if that's what's going to if you know yeah like i'd mention that in the brief i'd be like so when you do this don't Maybe like don't do it like don't harm my ex-wife's career in the process of it you know mm-hmm. that would be good don't get don't get my ex-wife in the news in the course of doing this that's all i'd say about that in sort of june july it was becoming more apparent that florence Pugh was just sort of not promoting the movie at all and I was watching one YouTube video of this person being like, this is how many Instagram posts Florence Pugh did for this film, this film. <laughs> oh, my God. This film. And it's like increasing with each movie. It's like 10 posts, 18 posts, 24 posts. And then Don't Worry Darling, it was no posts for a very long time. And then she did like three. So she was being very, very silent about this film and not not promoting it at all. So everyone's worried, wondering what's going on there. Olivia, obviously, prior to that, Olivia Wilde then cast Harry Styles in that main role, 
when she was had and then she was been in a relationship with Harry Styles sort of throughout filming and there was some talk that maybe she was sort of overly physically affectionate with Harry Styles on set which it pissed off Florence Pugh that however is entirely speculation so then then that sort of developed into a kind of conflict around how much attention should be on the sex scenes in the movie in the press so Olivia Wilde kind of kept talking about the sex scenes repeatedly in all different interviews and especially emphasizing how great it was to have she said very often you don't see like really good sex in movies and like female pleasure being depicted in that way so that's something we really want to depict in this film which everyone now having seen the film is like that's that's kind of a weird way to describe what's going on given how incredibly murky all aspects of consent become given what is actually happening in yeah. the film so that's kind of a fucked up thing to say and then but then Florence Pugh making all these comments about how it sucks to have your performance reduced to uh the the sex scenes and have that be the only thing that's focused on so this is all sort of bubbling and building and so then it all kind of came to head at the Venice Film Festival where first of all it was said that Florence Pugh wasn't she wasn't at uh one of the screenings and like a press conference they gave because she's filming Dune Mm. but she was going to be able to come in for another screening later that night or something and Olivia Wilde does a very gracious uh, sort of speech at the thing about how we've been so uh, happy to have Florence um involved in this movie she's obviously an amazing talent blah 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 we really appreciate her coming in later tonight to uh to go to the screening and to be mo- and to to be leaving set for us to do that so that's really great then there's this massive instagram post showing florence in venice like 10 minutes after that big uh press conference so she is in town but has not gone to the press conference for her own movie olivia wilde refers is, is like caught on tape referring to her as 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 miss miss flow at some point during the discussions she was having with Charlotte buff to try to convince him to come back on the project it's like maybe we could get miss miss flow to like commit to this a little bit more and so then when florence does turn up at the premiere later that night she's obviously looking fantastic and her stylist posts a picture of her with the instagram caption miss flow so shots fired again <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> Why are they shots fired? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Chris Chris Pine and Harry Styles have got a whole other side thing going on. So there's in, 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 incredibly huge memes coming out of Chris Pine just looking like he does not want to be there at all and having to sit through these interviews with Harry Styles where poor old Harry, he's clearly just had absolutely no briefing on like how to answer questions about movies i guess all the press people are like what well, is harry styles he's answered a lot of questions he should be fine and just sent him out there and did you hear his, his famous answer no so the big one that everyone picked up on is he says my favorite thing about the movie is like it feels like a movie like you know go to the theater film movie you know kind of reason why you go to watch something on the big screen no, it's not. No, definitely not. So he, so people made fun of him a lot for saying my favorite thing about the movie is it feels like a movie. <laughs> and Chris Pine is sitting. You know how sometimes, like when the camera focuses on the person sitting next to someone in interviews, yeah, talking, like and when, they're just like looking at the corner of the room. Um, Batfleck and Henry Cavill were yes. doing interviews, and Batfleck another just classic so one. Depressed. Yeah. Um, and so, so Chris Pine came out of this looking 
great and everyone felt bad for him for having just been involved in this whole sort of travesty and then there's obviously the famous did harry styles spit on chris pine moment which chris pine and harry styles have come out and said no obviously don't be ridiculous but what do you think is happening in that clip because i've thought about this a lot and i can't and i've watched it several times is it possible that and i can't figure goes, it out Whew. Well, no, because he looks, Chris Pine looks into his lap like he's realized something or found something. Maybe Chris Pine just has a nursing a little bit of a boner because he's been sitting down and doesn't want to stand up. And Harry's Uh noticed it. He's going, whew. And they both laugh. Well, it needs to be something weird like that. (laughs) Because both of them came out and said, I did, no spitting occurred. But neither of them said what did happen. Like this two second exchange is so strangely inexplicable. And it's all like, as soon as someone's put the idea in your head, he's spitting on him. You can't not see it. You he's, know? He's spitting on that guy. He's, 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 he's spitting on the bloke from Star Trek. What's he doing? Um, the other thing that doesn't get mentioned in a lot of this is also Olivia Wilde said that. She said a lot of stuff. She said <laughs> she also said that Chris Pine's character was based on Jordan Peterson. Are you at all familiar with this? I man? know who Jordan Peterson is. Yes. Yeah, um, Jordan Peterson went on Piers Morgan, and Piers Morgan asked him about it, and Jordan Peterson cried about it. Cried. <laughs> yeah, he, he cries a lot, and I think he's because he's being called like king of the incels or something and he's, and he's just basically like men, men men are sad as well and you should all be nicer to them and he gets um, and like sure but like it, it gets to him really quickly so that was quite funny um so there's just so much going on and yeah and then she eventually she did and then she did turn up to the the screen later that night and everything was supposedly fine so that was the drama Okay, so a lot of pointless hearsay and stupidness from people who were not involved with the film have well, blown a lot of stuff out of proportion. And then there are just like people like reading very heavily into tags on See, Instagram look, posts. Look at, look at it. Look at it. What does he look at? He stops clapping and looks down. It's good. I just, I'm sure it's something innocuous, but I just want Chris Pine to tell us. It's like, oh yeah, I thought I lost my sunglasses, but then they were in my life. <laughs> Maybe so I also. Think, I think a lot of this is fairly sub- substantial in terms of telling us things about the director's perspective on the film mm. and things she thinks about the films. I think that's all quite interesting. And I think, you know, there is a discussion to be had about the role of Harry Styles in film. And what that is and what it should be. Do you want to start there? What did you think about Harry Styles in this film? Um, I think Harry Styles is not the greatest actor. No. But he is capable. Like, he's not terrible. Because I no, heard no, he's a lot not of terrible. people yeah. didn't like him as an actor and don't think he should be one. But I do not think he's a terrible actor. Yeah. I think him with a little bit of support from people. Could do quite well. I think he's just being consistently outshone by everyone around him for well, obvious Florence reasons. Well, Pugh is an amazing actor. Well, everyone else is a proper actor. She is fantastic in a lot of the stuff she does in general. Yeah. Um, including a lot of this. Um, But Harry Styles only really spends time with her. 
He doesn't in the film. Like he doesn't yeah. do any like acting in front of anybody else. Yeah, I think. I, so the I, only times like he can be outshone are when she does impressive things, and her crying well, it, and screaming and him just saying I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Well, I think you just. The, I think that partly you're sort of attuned to it because you're going to this being like, oh, apparently her style sucks. Um, but I think. Yeah, I think it's just sort of obvious that everyone around him is a proper actor, and so then it becomes a bit more obvious when he's, and I th- and I think he's fine. He's just he's just got no sort of. There's the whole middle range that he lacks. He can be just normal, and then the high end of emotion. It is straight to high. When he yeah. turns it on, he can do that, and that's fine. I heard one thing which I think is quite accurate. It's like he's watched those like greatest acting compilations. And it's like emulate that and it's straight into it. And it's just Daniel Day Lewis and there will be blood and um, I've abandoned Hugh Jackman in prisoners and stuff. So like good act, like good acting is the most acting. (laughs) And when he has to do the most acting, I think he's doing it as well as anyone else would. This is true. Yeah. But there's a lot of times when an actor might be putting a lot of subtlety into their performance, but he just looks really blank. There are also moments where like when you watch that, like when he yells at her, and it goes from yelling to nothing and then to yelling and then stop yelling, but no facial anything happens. Mm-hmm. Those are moments that you can sort of edit around. I think there's a lot of editing around him in this film. Yeah, there's but a you few can edit around strange. stuff to make it better, to make a performance better. You can edit around. I think they made it as good as they could. I Yeah. Because there, there are, Cause pa- you can't but there are parts you. where she's delivering dialogue and we just watch him. Whereas I think there should be more parts where he's delivering dialogue and we just watch her mm-hmm. because her reactions are perfect every time. She's you think, fantastic. You think like, he's got a stronger voice than face. He does. So. He's, he's not a bad actor. And I like that he's just not doing an accent. He's an actor born for, ra- for radio. Harry Styles being just Harry like, Styles and yeah, yelling every now and then. Yeah, except in, yeah. So spoilers for Don't Worry Darling. Um, and, and and there are and there are spoilers for this. I'd say go and watch it. I think it's I think it's fine. And there's some parts of it that are quite good. As always, I just feel like there's a much better version of it sitting right there. That, yes, there is. And the perennial exceptional thieves question: Should this be a miniseries? No, I think it could be. It should be a better movie. It could be a better movie, or it I think be a movie. I think the fact for me, just the fact that it's a whole town and there's so many characters. And I love the slow burniness. If just a shorter, like four or five eps, that's no. all I'm talking about. I will. I will. We can. We, we can have different. We opinions. can have different opinions. Thing is, you didn't like it, so you want it to be as short as possible. I. Well, no. I like... think it would make a great film. It would make a great film. <laughs> it would make a great film. This film, wouldn't it? Yeah, this film. <laughs> if it were better, would make a great movie. Yeah. It and there's be, like very little you have to do. It would be better if it were better, and that's and that's that on that. Very little. Join us next week for Titans Season (laughs) 2. Okay, should we go through the plot? Uh, You want to? Starts off with a party. And they're all just... It's just all the guys, all the couples, all the young, hot couples having young, hot fun. Yeah. And Nick Kroll. I love Nick Kroll. As soon as I saw Nick Kroll and Olivia Wilde in a relationship, I thought, something is amiss. Something's something's clearly not adding up here. (laughs) Mm. And I, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I started to have my suspicions about this town <laughs> from the start. Mm. <laughs> Nick Kroll was good in this, though, wasn't he? Nick Kroll's good. I'd like to see him do more proper acting, like mm. towards the end, where he has to be, where he becomes like 
you know, more more, more villainous like everyone else. Mm-hmm. I sort of wanted more of that. I wanted him to be more of a small boss and someone beat the shit out of him or something. Because yeah. he could be he could be scary. In what I what I will propose as a rewrite, a rewrite, mm-hmm. Nick Kroll would be the perfect person to help build up the scariness. Because this movie is not scary at all. It's not really scary, is it? it? But it could be. Yeah. But it very, very well could be. It's right on the edge of scariness the Nick whole time, isn't though. it? Yeah. We're going through the plot. And these guys, these guys are just, they're enjoying drinking more than anyone has enjoyed it in history. <laughs> like, they are just having the absolute best time of their entire fucking well, life. they're drinking. And someone turns up with a tray of martinis and they're like, Yes! <laughs> One for no. you, one for you, and these three are for me. <laughs> no fucking way, Martinis. I'm looking at it like, man, was drinking more fun in the past? Everything was more fun back then, I, I guess. I think drinking was more fun in the past because everything else was a lot depressing. It was fancier. You could just drive home. It was a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> And well, then, for these people, they and live then they across just, the street. They just drunk drive home. Well, I guess, yeah, at that point, we don't realize they live across the yeah. street. But they've they've driven out into the desert. Those were, those were the days. Huh? What a, they were the days. What a golden age. You could just run over a homeless person and, and no one would ever know. No one would ever know. And if, and if they did, they wouldn't do anything about it. <laughs> you could just beat your wife. You could just drink. No one would ever know. Drink, smoke, take benzodrine and just wait for death. <laughs> so it's set in the 50s. <laughs> Yes, obviously. It's set in the 50s. And boy, is that made clear. <laughs> there's a lot of songs. There's a lot of... It's like, yeah, yeah, no, we get it. Um, I do, what do you think about it sort of just they, starting with them already in there? Because you could have done it with that's the, the way their I started, arrival. Even in the rewrite. Yeah, I'd I quite like that, that way, as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. And I'd also ha- I'd keep the fact that they used to have a friend and she's gone weird. Yeah, I like um, friend gone weird, and I yep, I, th- I like I that might... all happening before the story begins. Mm. I enjoy that. I think you could have made more of the new person coming, more of the so new chick coming. Definitely, our, our heroes have been here for a few months, mm. but then the new people coming, and they're like this. They're sort of a bit of another crack in the facade. Like watching them sort of get started and get integrated is another thing that gives you hints of. Mm. Things you know, th- things are awry. Um, I think a couple more of the whole. Oh, we did the same thing as you. Mm. Oh, we honeymoon there as well. Yeah, that needed that kind. Of, that am I right? That had no times. setups. It had setups like at the at the start when they first meet the new person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've um, but when they first meet her, I'm scrolling. She says we honeymooned in a location. And then two okay. other people said, oh, we also honeymooned there. Okay, all right. Two other people. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. When it got to the dinner scene, I I hadn't remembered any of the setups, but I was, yeah, I'm prepared to believe. Yeah. There are a few little setups there. that you can notice. So I think that's, I think, I, yeah, I think that's fine. And so there's, so we're in the weird town of Victory. There's earth tremors. There are earth tremors. Do you know what never gets paid off in the film? The earth tremors? The earth tremors. Yeah, is that in a, my is, rewrite? Is that a earth, train going by? <laughs> see, the, in my rewrite, the earth tremors do make sense, but it can't be a train going by because everybody reacts to it. If yeah. just Florence Pugh reacted to it, it would make sense for it to be a train going by. But yeah. in, I don't want to spoil shit if we're going through the plot. Yeah, well, we've said spoilers, but yes, but like for the plot mm-hmm. itself, like if it, in the rewrite, in the rewrite, to make the film good, yes, yeah. You sign up to the program. These are just yep, mm-hmm. yeah. 
but the program is in one location in a central location where everybody is together it's one building feels like that would make a lot more sense it would because then you can have moments of outside program and inside program for your lead actress so when she eventually gets out of program she can be in the building that's where you get to see real world nick kroll yeah be terrifying in the real world you can also see the dead body of the main villain after he Mm -hmm. gets killed in the real world and the dead body of, um, I think we needed something see in a the lot real more world. stuff. But I want that building to be dingy and fucking terrible, like their lives are in the real world yeah. anyway. That because they shown. live, they live in like Blade Runner, New York world. They, yeah, if the building itself is in just a shitty, dingy area in New York, right next to a train line, yeah. just in a basement somewhere, but there are. Tables upon tables upon tables of just people plugged in. Yeah. Sort of that Martin is, Scorsese in New York. That is horrific. Yeah. If you that wake up. Like and proper it, horrific. And it's not like clean pods. It's sort of like, mm-hmm. it's like a serial killer's basement yes. or something. Yeah. That's her, like the, the element of horror that each of these people have been kidnapped mm. by somebody that they would have presumably trusted. Yeah. If that, that is a level of horror that they're anywhere in the world being kept. But to make it a better film, one single location where she can get out of said out of the program and, and then, then confront things. Still in, still interact with the other characters. Exactly. And, I think yeah. that would make that would heighten so much more and we'd actually get to see a little bit of outside the project because like yeah. we don't and we need to. Yeah, I think like the flat, the one flashback the, we do get is mm. not enough to show how horrific it would show well, the, so much more yeah. how horrific the actions of his character are if we saw more of it. Yeah, the flashback itself is kind of end, ends up feeling sort of underwhelming yes. and kind of anticlimactic when it does happen. It's yeah. like, oh, she's a surgeon, and it's just like, and here's the world, by the way. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, it's not then. Oh, because that's the oh. whole. Yeah, that's the whole. Tw- and. Uh, Obviously, there's two versions. There's if we're going to talk about the twist, which we, you kind of have to talk about the twist to talk about everything I've, else. I've sprung around it. So the twist is it's it's they they're actually in the metaverse. It's the Matrix. I, it's, it's, it's the metaverse. I don't want to dignify it by calling it the <laughs> Matrix. So I think I want to call it. It's like it's Truman Show metaverse is what they're they're living in basically, and I I never like when that's. I never like when the twist is it's all a simulation. Yeah. Except Westworld. Well, I haven't seen all of Westworld. But like when the characters start finding out about that sort of shit in Westworld. But that's not a simulation. That's a real world environment with with robots. Yeah, this is true. It's just, it might just be a personal taste for me as someone who never plays video games or anything. And I'm just not that interested in it. As Mm. soon as it's a VR thing, everything feels less... Intense the stakes, and... the stakes are completely removed. Yeah. Even if you die in game, you die in the real world. Well, yeah. I mean, they established that structurally the the, the stakes are the same because it still has matrix rules, yeah. which like matrix rules. Like <laughs> that she, she starts getting superpowers yeah. in this little town. <laughs> yeah. As she's running, she's like, "Hang on, I've seen the Matrix." Turns around, just puts her hand up, <laughs> and just gets cleaned up by a car. <laughs> 
Oh, oh no, it didn't work. But yeah, um, so they're in, yeah, they're in so a, they, simula- they, a simulation. They, even though they, they establish structurally that the stakes are the same, she can still die, everything is still terrible. Mm-hmm. But for me, just it doesn't feel as cool or yeah. anything. And I was so... I'm instinctively so intrigued by what they're doing and what the Victory Project is. Mm-hmm. And I get it that that's kind of the point that these guys are kind of making themselves seem cool by going off to work at this cool place, but they're a bunch of not just losers, the, they're actually monsters, yeah. but, they're, but they're not like monsters because they're, particular, because they're evil geniuses or anything. They're, they're losers no, they who are have pathetic to this, people who, who have, connected have this done program. horrific things. So I get that maybe that's the idea, right. but I just, I would have, I wanted a cool explanation for what the earth tremors were and have it be revealed that what they're all doing is terrible, but have it be like UFO related or something. I'd also would have rathered or enjoyed the, I would like the outside world people to mm. sometimes be played by different actors. Well, I mean, so you like, get into so you many get to questions. Meet Chris Pine's character in the outside world, but it's played by a slob, a disgusting human. Yeah, like, the same thing. Like because if you are Chris Pine, as if you're going into the metaverse, exactly, you just be out here, if you're Chris just absolutely Pine, killing it. You don't create this place. But you're like you're or you already have this life. Yeah, in the real world, like it's, you don't uh, need a victory program. You've you've won. Uh, yeah, <laughs> victory is yours, Chris. Look at yourself. <laughs> I like people have pointed out <laughs> the kind of ludicrous situation that someone is Harry Styles and has ended up in a relationship with Florence Pugh, who is also a surgeon, and is like, "This is the worst. Yeah. I need to do. I think the they... worst thing in the world in order to regain." Yeah, any sense of happiness in I this life. I think they get around that a little like, bit yeah, with like with... two lines of dialogue where he's lost his job. And he's super depressed and she's like, you'll find another job. So she's been super supportive. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, he's in a downward spiral. But if we spent more time in the outside world in narrative, mm. in the film, that would make sense. And that's where casting Shia LaBeouf makes sense for the for the character outside the simula- sim- sim- simulation. Yeah. The horrific stuff and the the downtrodden and like the loser character mm. could be played so much better by Shia LaBeouf who can do that very 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 well like yeah. be grimy you be dirty and feel that. natural and like he's very good at doing that because he's done yeah. it in several things before he's he fits that whereas Harry Styles only fits inside in world I and having he, them both play the character would be kind of cool. I think there's definitely a path he could have gone down. I think Harry Styles just about works in the real world. It's weird oh, that he has an American with accent the hair and, and like the lanky hair, hair and stuff. And stuff. It looks pretty cool. But yeah, there's definitely a version yeah. where he's he's Harry Styles in the world, but in the real world, it's not having to go. But Josh Gad, maybe. Yeah, well, you something know? like that. Yeah, but like like Shia LaBeouf is a a fit, attractive man. Who also who can do homeless looks, person who was sort of so like well. in real state, yeah, yeah. So like he he's a perfect choice for the outside world. Mm. And part of me thinks though there may have been drafts previous that had more outside world stuff. I think questions then are like why did you remove that? Like why stay in? Well, it's an interesting in choice to show time. her not to not even show her waking up. Let's well, see, we're, we're getting I, to the I end of the movie. Like if you have if you have it in a building, she gets to wake up. He's dead next to her already. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And then across the room is dead Chris Pine, and mm-hmm. she's just unplugging chicks and setting them free. 
Yeah. Leaves Olivia Wilde in there, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Like, visits her on occasion. Because if that's where she chooses to be with her kids and stuff. But Nick Kroll's well, out. He's trying, like, like so much stuff. There's a lot of options for... This did feel kind of like it was missing its climactic scene. Yes, and did. we are talking about the end, but we'll just do a little bit more, then we'll go back. Because <laughs> it, I found it a, a truly inexplicable choice how they ended Chris Pine's character. The yeah, fact- there was no growth of, of his wife's character to be that point. There needed there to be was- at least one scene of her yeah, struggle. But I think even even with that, again, there was something anticlimactic about that. I'm like, we need a Chris Pine to be at the top of the observatory mm-hmm. when she gets there to have like a yeah either a big punch-up or like a the architect conversation, mm. you know? Like we needed, I th- the the coolest part of the whole movie for me was was the dinner party, but more than the dinner table confrontation was him confronting her in the kitchen. Yeah, that bit that bit before the like that does a lot of heavy lifting for me in terms of saying I I like this film and it, in a lot of ways it's a good film, and the version of this where it's this it's a battle of wits between Florence Pugh and Chris Pine. Yeah. We just need a lot more of that and have the end of the film be the confrontation between between them. I think it kind of becomes more a final confrontation between her and Harry Styles. And so once he's dead, it's just seen as just a question of getting her out and we've got to get rid of Chris Pine somehow. Yeah. Where I feel like Chris Pine's such a strong presence and he's doing such an amazing performance. And it's like his his ideology is what has, you know, infected and taken over Harry Styles through YouTube. Which is, you know, dangerous I, rabbit I, I hole. I do like that aspect of that he's internet sitting there indoctrination watching and stuff. You, yeah, it's a little bit on the nose, but I... like. I, it's like, yeah, these are, this is where you find these people. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, In it, the it, comment it is. sections In of the, YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like... It just it, it, feel, it feels obvious, but it's obvious because it's correct. That is, yeah. that is what happens. Um... I think it's just a bunch of alphas hanging out in the comment section, Isaac. Oh, a bunch of frustrated, bunch of frustrated alphas. Sometimes the only <laughs> way you can be an alpha is by kidnapping and 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 drugging somebody and forcing them into a VR situation. Oh, shit. Like it's it's worse. Like when you think about it, so many of the dudes in simulate in simulation have just kidnapped somebody that they've never talked to. It'd just be oh, like, do you reckon? It'd just be like. I have I didn't a crush even think on the coffee girl. I have this biggest crush on the coffee girl. She smiles at me every time I order my coffee. Yeah, kidnap I guess, that bitch. I guess so. And keep her in a basement somewhere. Like, it's yeah, it really horrific. is. It's just all, yeah, it's kind of a business. Like a Harry's, business for yeah, murderers. Yeah, Harry Styles <laughs> kidnaps his girlfriend. That's a pre-existing relationship. Terrible, terrible thing to do. But he yeah. knows her. Like there are so See, many of these women I who took, have no idea who this person is. I didn't think that. I don't know. I sort. Of, I assumed that this was a quote-unquote service that was reaching out to men who are unhappy in their relationship and feel like they need to like take control of, well, or like be in a situation where they're in control of their partner and the well, whole situation. Um, the way that new guy reacts to the fact that she's figured it out and is escaping when he finds out about this and his Veronica or whatever her name is, is like, what's going on? He like immediately like breaks down child, like childish, like crying and blubbering Mm. and stuff. Violet. Violet. Um, And 
like him, his reaction is the reaction of a child who's done yeah. something stupid and now is bound to pay for, pay for these this thing he's done. So but he's like, like, kidnapped somebody. He's but like, like actually but done this. But they've all kidnapped somebody. Yes. You know what I mean? I feel like you could have that reaction to mm. being caught, having done this to anyone, whether you, they're a stranger it's, or not. It's such a horrific... I really like... I Like, there's... Like, there's a, I like everything about it structurally, like the reveal, like the reveal that all these guys are all villains, mm-hmm. basically, and are all monsters. Mm-hmm. And they're guys that we've been, especially with those guys that they've been like the comedic relief a lot of the time. And yep. we're like rubbing along, they're like they were making me laugh, like they're back and forth at the party, and they're like, "I want to talk to him." And they're like, and like Chris Pine comes in without a tie, so he's like taking his tie off tie. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the idea that they, you know there can be there's a monster lurking behind, you know, all the people <laughs> living in this community or any community. I like all that. And all that could remain exactly the same. And it can still be a big brainwashing-y thing with that, but just be in the real world, <laughs> just for, for my taste, rather than it be a full-on simulation. I'm like, I'm much more interested in, and I, and it feels like something more that a crazy prophetic leader would do if they to were... physically build a town, yeah. physically brainwash people and see how long you can get them to live yeah. there for. Because I think the other big thing that's not quite plugging together for me is I like all of Frank's monologues of about, you know, what we're doing. He's saying we're, we're building the future and everything is about progress, et cetera, et cetera. The world. I'm going to save the world. But it's not made clear how he or the other guys feel like what they're doing is doing that. Like, well, how is this progress? What they're doing is saving... not doing that. It's saving themselves. Yeah, but I it's don't just understand. Giving themselves a life, quote unquote, that they are yeah. proud of. And but why does it have to have that sort of cultish ethos behind it? Yeah. Where, like, because like, the I fact understand... that he does those speeches is it does not add anything to the fact that these guys still have regular jobs in the real world to pay for their access to well, this yeah. simula- simulation. I keep wanting to say simulization. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah, but like, so like, they all have depressing nine to five regular jobs, come home at night, plug into the system mm. and lay down with the, their loved one. Yeah. And then go off to work and in the morning. Get it so on. like they all, make ends meet in order to keep their kidnapped victim in yeah. this thing. So like Chris Pine's speech is about saving the world don't make any sense. And why would these guys then chant along with him? Yes, we're saving the world. We're not. We've all just done this. We've kidnapped yeah. somebody. So, cause I'll, yeah, they're <laughs> thinking, yeah, no, cause eventually everyone will live like this and then there'll be, and then there'll be order instead of chaos, mm. I guess. Also, Maybe there is a line where when she gets back after having her episode and she mm. gets reindoctrinated. One of her system, woman's episodes. Um, where um, she doesn't remember Beth or Beck or whatever the other, the preg- and Olivia Wilde goes perpetually pregnant as though this woman is always pregnant. I don't know how that works. Peg. In the system. Peg, that's it. Yeah. She is, because always... she's pregnant at the start of the movie and then yeah, we I guess just maybe... assume she's just pregnant maybe in the... Maybe that's a setting you can do on your sim. Maybe that's a setting because that's what the guy likes. Ooh, that's that's you get into real dark territory real quick. Like there's so. I'm much... fascinated that Harry Styles is, um, the Jack, the real Jack Chambers, wanted was... to be British in the yeah in the world. 
Yeah. Nationality <laughs> is British. Yeah, I like how they oh. just snuck that in. Like, see, there's a story reason. It's not that he can't do an accent. <laughs> <Don't even laughs> see, he did it for this one scene. Don't even worry about it. Harry Styles can do anything you want. Don't even worry. Um, but, like, okay. if you have outside world happen, you can still, like, if you get to see the building that they're in or something like this, you could still keep the twist of having he be the bad guy until right at the end. Like, they could both be trapped in here and she start realizing it and like mm-hmm. trying to get them both out to save them both because she's like yeah. they're both they've both been kidnapped they're capped the in this building somewhere yeah. i've got to save him i love him obviously he's my mm. husband in this where we are he's got to be in the real world like doesn't know yeah. anything about that and then when she actually gets out mm. then realize that he's actually the bad guy yeah have her like uncover what she thinks is like the the release the release code or whatever yeah and then she's trying to put it in and then he's like it'll only let me do it would only recognize it if i do it like and i love and then when you walk out into the street and see all of those men differently at that moment and then it's Mm -hmm. all like invasion of the body snatchers and like you suddenly you realize you're surrounded you're in a nest of vipers and like it might be a little cheesy to end with a scene of ambulances fireys and cops outside arresting all these dudes and all of these groggy women who've been trapped for x amount of months mm-hmm. like being tended to and stuff as cheesy as that might be to end your film still a cool ending yeah like if they get some comeuppance for their actions yeah and we actually get to witness this instead of just hearing her wake up yeah the other option the the thing that it, the fact that we don't see her wake up, she just sort of walks into the light, as it were, sort of lighthouse style. The other thing you could do is, in a more sort of artsy version, where she's sort of questioning her reality mm-hmm. and have the observatory kind of like imply more heavily that this is something sort of either UFO or supernatural related. Mm-hmm. So you definitely shouldn't go there. Um, but she thinks that's the only way she's going to be able to break out of, like, have her be, you know, she's been having memories, etc. She thinks this is the only way out. Yeah, she gets her super legs and runs across the bridge. She gets super legs and runs over there because she hacks the code or whatever. <laughs> she flies over. And, and then so it turns then, out they're in a spaceship. Well, then, well, and then, then she goes through <laughs> and you go to credits and it's ambiguous. Mm. Did she die because she jumped into the UFO laser beam or did she wake up yeah. from the simulation? And there's actually no way. And like, there's no way to know something like that. Like, that's what that's a less satisfying way, but yeah. another thing way. That's what it felt like it was saying by not showing her go through. But meanwhile, we've had full on flashbacks, etc. So it's quite clear cut that she's what's going on. Getting out, yeah. Well, like you could also do an ending where they get out. You get to see like all the dudes get arrested. Some of them die, and they reconcile. He just says, "I'm really sorry," and she's like, "You know what?" And we then were, she shoots him. We were in a really bad situation, and. Like, and you know how guys are, and they all just like <laughs> boys oh, will be boys. Boys, boys will be boys. You know, Why are they? I gotta be a short oh, king. All my, all my bros were doing it. <laughs> um, but like, there could be an ending where she gets out, saves everybody else, kills all the dudes. Like, badassery happens. Just and then, like, when sword. she's in an ambulance on the way to the hospital or something like that, she has an episode where she thinks she's still in the thing, mm-hmm. screams and wakes up. And we don't know whether she is still in the thing yeah, or not she's still, still in the thing. Like, and it like the descent. We're in the movie. Well, I haven't the, seen that still. In the well, in the movie, the no descent. Spoilers. Okay, I won't. I won't spoil it. Are you going to see the descent? Because it's it came out like two thousand four. Oh fuck it, whatever. I'm not going to watch it. Am I? At the end of the descent, 
after all of the it's too much to watch it's scary stuff intense. happens she gets out of the cave yeah. after being trapped in it right and she's in a truck and she's driving home and stuff and then she screams or like crashes and she wakes up still in the cave um, and you don't know if she's like woken up and then like she's just had a dream of her getting and you don't know if she's actually gonna get out or if she never gets out like credits. it's just ambiguous as to whether she ever ever gets out okay yeah, so that's like a, a horrific ending to a happy end. Like happy yeah. ending and then horrific. Yeah. You could do the same thing here. Yeah. I think the uh, and with the whole simulation thing as well. Yeah. The thing that I just couldn't I like I love the Matrix, obviously. We all do. It's a it's <laughs> oh, a, yes, it's fan, it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like secret time, don't tell anyone. I have never really it doesn't make a lick of sense that you actually get hurt if you get hurt in the Matrix. Um, well, the body cannot live without the mind. What are you talking about? Well, because the mind assumes it's getting hurt. I think it's like explaining. Yeah, that. but your brain. Oh, I've been shot. Now this part of my body no longer works. Your brain just decide. Just like yeah, but takes you, that knowledge. You it it doesn't really make sense that you well, can get shot you, in the matrix and your body physically dies. Have you ever done that thing where you put your hand next to a mirror so you can see two hands? <sighs> And then slam All right, the hammer on a Doctor fake, Carl. On a yeah. fake one. Mm. And then you still like react to it. Yeah. Look, I, I can I can understand that the mind, if it truly believes something, mm. can cause physiological responses as if it's in response to a physical stimuli that isn't really there. The matrix. But that but that's that's not the matrix though. But that's matrix. Though. Especially not <laughs> that's the matrix. Though. That's 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 matrix. That's matrix. Bird. Want a bit of bird. Bird. <laughs> He's <laughs> doing Auntie Donna now. Wow. No one's going to get what the fuck that was. <laughs> There's always room for some pud. You are getting into the Christmas spirit, aren't you? Um, that is still one of the funniest things to watch. It is. I can't get over Just actually, a lot of the shit that they do and then just go and devolve into weird voices just and just keep it going for six minutes <laughs> christmas put auntie donna everyone if you want to look up what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> but no but that's not the matrix though especially because like the characters know they're in the matrix so they know they're not really getting shot oh, so but, they if, are in the but, if, matrix. but if anyone's not getting hurt it's them so anyway whatever like <laughs> i don't care and i love the film and i just get over it it's a leap of logic that you just make yeah so you do take works. that leap of faith you know but they need you to make the same leap in this and they do much less work to try to get you to believe it. Like the fact that she smashes a glass on Jack's head, why does that hurt his head in his little bed in Martin Scorsese's New York? Is he dead, yo? Nah, you just wake up. Nah, he dead. It would just be like end end of simulation. <laughs> Game over. Yeah, and then you start another. <laughs> Reloads in on the next day. Yeah. And like, so I just immediately have so many questions. I'm like, well, if this is Chris Pine's simulation, why is it even, why is it possible to do that? Why wouldn't you write? If you why can, would you write not code in to if protect you can people? Code like, someone to be pregnant always. Why can't you code it that like, if any of the female like and peop, people try to hurt someone? If any of the people someone, in game, like, couldn't you program them other? like an Asimov robot? You know. Oh, also, the dudes in red overcoats. The agents. Yeah. yeah. Are they dudes or are they programmed? I think they were just programmed. Because there there's parts where, like, the, when they're moving 
Violet and what's his face in mm. where they're walking they're like very robots, ro- robot-y. but then there are parts when they're doing other shit like running and stuff where they just look like dudes, like they scramble up the side of the cliff and stuff like that. I I took that they were just agents, okay. whatever. I didn't mind that. I liked them. That was fine. Yeah, I thought they were cool too. Yeah, and then they like, just appeared out of nowhere to just yeah to, to like grab just, her and just take her the away. the it being a matrix mm. is such a massive expansion of the world and for me brings up so many questions that i need at least some kind of answer to to be able to keep going with the story where yeah. i'm like doesn't need to be just have it be a creepy village in a desert what with brainwashing it? yeah creepy village in the desert and you could do the brainwashing in interesting ways where it could be like a drug like he's sipping something into the water. Yeah, it could be in the water. And, you, and like there can be subtle nods, subtle nods that none of the dudes drink this or none of the dudes eat this, but yeah. the women always do. Like it's just something that chicks do, or yeah. um, <laughs> like in the, in their world. It's, and like they're, it's, they're it's just only subtle, in the macaroons. Like real subtle excuses for the dudes not to have water at this time of the day or something like that yeah or um when the guys go off to work the girls all put the same show on while they're doing their chores of a morning Mm. and frank's face comes up on his 1950s black and white television and in the background is some haze of some sort and that's just like visual hypnosis of some sort like you could do a lot of interesting things yeah and then have her like that's just cooler to me yeah have Mm -hmm. her maybe like one of one of the women's eyes start to deteriorate so she can't actually see properly the the haze and she starts to grow out of the one of them like of she the break, she breaks her glasses or something yeah so, like anything like simple that'd be that good for the main one breaks actually. out of the loop she just breaks mm. her glasses one day so then she has one day of missing the visual hypnosis and then and then that just starts the yeah because if this is a real little village they've built then that that I, I can imagine Chris Pine moving and living there like a little creepy it king. It becomes a cult then. Then it it's, then a, it's cult. a proper cult. And Chris Pine is eventually going to start suggesting he has sex with all the other women because that's how cults always yep, go. Definitely. And I can understand them all thinking, yeah, this is this is progress. Yep. We're going to build a new world because we can just brainwash our brainwash the women the whole time. But I do think it is which more... Which would obviously solve all the problems. It's more horrific and terrifying if it's a similar... In, a simulation. If it's mm-hmm. just dudes kidnapping chicks and keeping them in a place. That is a horrifying like component. That's, that's so bad. Like, that's proper horror. Yeah, but I think... And I think that's... Then for me to be... A, I need to be able to let go of the world they've built more readily. Whereas yeah. I was just super invested in... If we spent what some they're doing more every day, outside of the simulation. What all these committees are that Jack is being promoted to yeah. and stuff. What is the plane? The plane, yeah. When she sees a red plane crash. It's, well, it's ambiguous. Yeah, but it's why body, does she see that? It's bloody ambiguous. Isn't it? In code, he has to have written that plane in the for her to see it. The fact that it's all in code, because if it's the real world, then her poor adult brain could be just seeing something, could be hallucinating. Yeah. There's a million explanations. But if it's but in the code. the fact that it's all in code. I'm like, well, or she sees the plane, and then in our third scene... In the real world, where he come, where they're like, where you, or a flashback of some sort, mm. she's got that plane, or it's attached to the ceiling or something, in their actual apartment, yeah, and like it's fallen off and come within her field of view beyond beyond the lasers or whatever it is. Like yeah. you can do subtle things, but I didn't see a red plane in their apartment when when we actually got to see the apartment. No, but but it's also that red plane was being held by the other woman who yeah, walked out of the desert and lost her son. Stuff. 
So, and like, why did she have a son and lose him in the desert? Like, I don't was, know. Did she get written a child and then the dude like, no, this has ruined her. You have to take the child away because he's like, she still had a guy keeping her prisoner. Yeah. Yeah, like there's so a lot of levels of horror, but then there's little things like the the vibrating of the ground, the earthquakes make no sense. Like nothing is explained or even attempted to explain no. for well, several I mean, of these little. I mean, like, that can be hints. just you know that's just a problem in a, a problem in the, in the code. It's a ghost in the machine. It's you know. Yeah, but they don't even. Chris Pine it. is there being like, oh no, clickety clackety on his keyboard trying to yeah. <laughs> trying to do a patch. But they don't. Able. They don't mention it. See, I think. As soon as this sort of thing is available, like in that world, there's also going to be a lot of people doing this entirely consensually yep. as well. Mm-hmm. well. I think there's been a, there'd be a lot of couples who'd be very happy with this, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they would. You know, a lot of couples, you know. Or if it was like, if it was your hobby, like your, your game that you play together. Part like you get home from work. Yeah. Hey, let's log in. Let's let's have some fun in the in the yeah. In, let's get the absolutely trashed in our delightful sunken nineteen seventies living room. Yeah. Let's go to bed, but also have an adventure. Yeah. And like people and, would do and that. And drive a sick car around the desert. Yeah. And just and it wouldn't even have to be in the desert. Absolutely, go to town on each other. Why would you choose the middle of the desert? Well, I, yeah. See, that's the thing that makes sense if it's a. If it's a cult, if it's a real life cult, if it's Although a cult, I guess... makes sense. Middle of the desert. If it was a, if it's in code, a paradise island. Yeah, I guess to make it's just it just has to be isolated, doesn't it? So yeah. The, so the women don't get any ideas. Exactly. And Paradise Island is an isolated place. Yeah. Yeah. Paradisia. Nailed it. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Named. Know, done. It's all yours, Olivia. Oh, Take it from here. Riding so easy, isn't it? Yeah. So there's lots of weird and creepy shit that happens. Like, which is pretty cool, like the empty eggs. The empty eggs was a cool bit, but I, I think it's cooler if that's real, because <laughs> because that that's that's a real Truman Show moment, you know, where you're sort of realizing that like not all the food in the shop is real, so mm-hmm. the, the stuff you buy, and then they put a sort of it's sort of like a North Korea, yeah, press tour where they shop. make it look like this huge thing, but you're only ever getting chicken breasts, yeah. And so yeah, Harry, Jack and Jack and Alice. It definitely has reinvigorated their sex life, being in this in this world, in all in all sorts of ways. Yep. And you know, it's almost not even worth commenting on the. I mean, Olivia Wilde seems to have commented on the sex enough. We don't need to. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's. I guess, and this is kind of the intentional complexity of it. You don't know for someone like Alice. You don't know to what degree is. In some ways, she's kind of enjoying being in this world, but that's partly because, is that just because she has absolutely no memory of what her life was like beforehand, so Mm -hmm. she doesn't even know what kind of life she could be living? Or is the the brainwashingness actually changing her preferences and interests, you know? Like, does it turn you into someone that likes being a 1950s housewife? Or is the idea that if you just turn someone's brain off again on again and tell them this is what they're which would be another sort of argument for ha- the influence of culture like mm. you sort of just are you're everyone in- else said that this movie was great i have to love this that's yeah of you're kind of yeah. In- inclined to like you're incentivized to like the life that you're in you know yeah. especially like if you're trapped in the middle of the desert if there's any way you can be okay doing what you're doing you're probably going to figure that out 
So well, I think that's I, I interesting. Think, yeah, it's cool that that is sort of left ambiguous as to whether it is her loving this world or if the world is forcing that. Mm. And she's kind of like she's she's not loving it, loving it, but like she's okay. Well, she's laughing. She's drinking with everyone else. She's enjoying the at parties. The start. She's clearly a bit. Yeah. dissatisfied and everything's a bit samey so i think i think she's only going to tolerate it for a certain amount of time mm. ashley had a theory as well during the film she yeah. said afterwards that she once the reveal had happened um looking back on olivia wilde's character in the film she thought that their coupling was her kidnapping the dude into the system could have been because she doesn't want to leave because her kids are there like that sort of stuff where she is and like for a lot of there are moments in the film where she's doesn't like clearly listening to and not even showing any ounce of believing like because she clearly Mm. knows what's going on already yeah but like when ashley saw those bits she took that to be like okay olivia wilde is the person who's in charge of their coupling and that yeah. means that she kidnapped Nick Kroll. Yeah, well, I guess I don't think Nick Kroll never explicitly shows that he knows what's going on. He's he, like trying to restrain Alice at the end. Yeah, but he does get in his car to chase. He does try and stop her from driving away. Yeah, I guess. But I, she hits him with the car. <laughs> yeah, she hits him with the car. <laughs> she hits him with the car. But I guess conceivably he could just be thinking. This is dangerous. Alice has lost leave. her mind. Yeah. She's just killed Jack. Mm. We need to stop her. So, yeah, that definitely could. The only problem with that I would foresee is I don't think Chris Pine. Olivia Wilde and Nick Kroll physically. She, You don't oh, think her in the real world would steal him in the real world? Well, I mean, I would, I would assume the reason she stole him was because they had real children together. Yeah. I mean, it is hilarious. And then they went through a divorce. And then they went through a divorce. And they have, like, a depressing life separately. And she just doesn't like this. Well, look, it definitely does seem believable that she could physically overpower Nick Kroll. Oh, definitely. She's, like, (laughs) two feet taller than She would body slam him (laughs) immediately. And he'd go down like a sack of potatoes. She would lift him up by the collar and just walk away. He's kicking. Yeah. (laughs) He'd he'd run at her. She'd just put her hand on his forehead. (laughs) He'd be swinging wildly. Not even think to hit the arm. Just swinging haymakers. Yeah. Um, too much tuna. But yeah, I think the only problem with that was I I don't reckon Chris Pine would want to uh, would allow the woman to do that. Yes, you know that's yeah. the only barrier I see there. I think the Jordan like, Peterson of the, the Jordan of the, world the Jordan wouldn't Peterson allow of a woman to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, no betas in in, in, <laughs> in victory land. I like the little um, the little bus and stuff, the Victory Town Link bus and the little shopping centre and stuff they go oh, to. He drives with a joystick. Oh yeah, like it's <laughs> not a steering wheel on his tram. It's a <laughs> it's a tram, but it's a bus. Yeah, like what is that? Yeah, That's so stupid. Um, yeah. They're gonna put a new ring of houses in, which means we'll be closer to the city. I loved that actually. She's like, we're not the furthest away. That's a real. That's a really deep point. <laughs> like, so we'll be closer to the middle because other people are now further away from the middle. So, like, close. It's a good line. Close is relative, dude. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, she, yeah, she follows the red plane. She gets up to. She she was at least wearing flats throughout this. Yeah, sequence. when she start, when she actually when she runs in the entire thing, she's yeah. wearing flats or barefoot. Yeah, so fine. Yeah, I found. I, when she when she does the wandering off into the desert, mm-hmm. that was kind of the first time I thought, okay, the 
pacing structure here feels a little bit off because first of all her wandering off into the desert being weird externally is very close to the setup of the other woman wandering off into the desert mm-hmm. holding the red plane this is like a couple of scenes later and this feels like this should be happening more at the end of her yeah. quote unquote descent into madness basically yeah. um and also just like doesn't make a lick of sense to wander off in the desert like that like just you wouldn't like you go back to town try to raise the alarm or something if, yeah if a plane just crash, you'd go in and you like what box. are you going to do mate <laughs> when you do find the plane <laughs> i think just 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 have another reason for her to just have her go out to the observatory because she wants to look you know i think just have her decide i need to don't write in a plane crash but i also enjoy the plane crashes behind a very clearly situated mountain that is like just outside of town and then immediately she is in middle of desert middle of yeah. nowhere desert like yeah, apparently just on the other side of that mountain. You should have it reveal that Chris Pine should reveal at the end that yeah, I put that in to see what you do. Yes, yeah, because I, like I could that. I could see that you were when they bucking. get back into the real world and she's beaten the fuck out of him. Yeah, as yeah, or or say or he could say <gasps> that in the kitchen or something because he gets stabbed. Imagine yeah. he gets stabbed <laughs> by his wife, right? Yeah. Oh, but then he immediately it. logs out, so he's taken damage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because he knows all the tricks. Yeah, but before before he can die in game, mm-hmm. he logs out, panicking, no external wounds, like nothing. But his mind has told no, him that he is now bleeding internally. Then and he like log- parts of his body are actually shutting down because his mind is believing this. No external wounds. That's pretty cool. That's pretty it's hard cool. to do, but it, it could would be, be cool. it would be something like he goes to the hospital and they're like, oh, he's just got he's got two collapsed lungs, but we don't know why. Yeah. So then they could save him from that. And then he logs back into the game and just blinks in, blinks into existence behind his wife and stabs her. Or he comes back into the game right there and she's just waiting. Gets him again. Shivs him again. Shiv, shiv, shiv. shiv. <laughs> but this time it's prison style. You do it a thousand There's times. There's like all of the women in game are around him because they've all killed their husbands. It's like knowing now. what's going on. And they all stab into the one central point. Yeah, they just... Let's go to the wherever the spawn point is in in Victory <laughs> Land, and when she gets when she gets to the observatory, we get a lot of what has been called by some, and you know, it's not for me to say, fairly generic and cliched sort of imagery: the eye and the dancing, and the dancing. I didn't I didn't mind the ballet classes. I think more could have been done with it. Yep. Like this is what the this is what the women do with their time. That's where you put your hypnosis in. That ballet classes. Well, yeah, they all go to ballet every day to do ballet. Well, I think it's kind of implied that 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 is a form of all this stuff. Kind of is. Yeah, to make them love their life. Kind of forms of hypnosis, and I guess that's the other interesting question. Something this brings up, like what is and is not hypnosis. What is and is yeah. not propaganda. What is authentic culture, and what is power systems? restricting people within them what does she say there's like and yeah she shoots so she sort of falls into the hypnosis video and it's sort of like we all know that we crave order we all love order and we like when everything's fine and then she just boom wakes up back at home and then there's this scene where jack is cooking in the kitchen and i well but like he's not just terrible at it i saw this and i thought surely in the text of this film at this point jack has lost his mind and he's actually (laughs) insane because it's not like being bad at cooking he is trying to mash raw unpeeled (laughs) 
unwashed potatoes with a whiskey decanter <laughs> that is h- half full of whiskey. Yeah. So I'm, Have I'm, you so never tried this when I, you didn't know how to manage potatoes? Oh, the, deca- the decanter method. That's the, that's the first thing you'd choose, right? Well, I, under, I, think, I think that's if you're doing paleo mashed potatoes. That's how you do it. You're not allowed to boil them. I thought, oh, so he's clearly incredibly drunk or lost his mind. Like, no, this is meant to be depicted. This is what a man does who doesn't know how to cook. I think so, yeah. What, does he just turn around and try to take a bite out of a pineapple from the outside or something? It just was a very strange... I was like, I think this was Harry's idea. Because this this smacks of the lack of subtlety that seems to be distinctive of his (laughs) performance in this film. Oh, hey... Here's one for you. Tell you what, they don't call him Harry Substance, do they? Ayo, I liked it. I Got liked him. It. I liked it. Got him. Yeah, it's not, it's not. It's not bloody Harry Substance, is he? <laughs> Tell you that much. And you know, there is a bit of a. <laughs> you want to do like, like a like a fake song written by Harry Substance? That's <laughs> <laughs> just. I'm Harry Substance. Just, just be unwork. Really gravelly, it's sort of like a Johnny Cash. Yeah. I killed myself. I, killed myself. I, f- I fully, completely, successfully killed myself and my family today. I'm so deep. Yeah. I'm uh, so full of substance. So see what I did there. That'd be the worst song in the world. Yeah. So good on you, Harry. Your sometimes style is better. I'll say that sometimes style over substance. Sometimes style is better than substance. Sometimes some days oh you don't want to chew. You just want to. You just want to suck down some creamy substance. Album album style for you there, Harry. Hmm? Over substance. What? It's just album title. Over substance. Over substance. I'm over substance. Harry Styles over substance. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. <laughs> good see we see that's why we're so talented i was like we can do both we can do substance <laughs> and style you know what i mean and you know in a way that might, is a bit of the problem of this film there's a little bit of style over substance issue there's a little bit of style across the board. but there's also like the style that they do is awesome i just want it is very stylish i think that's why i enjoyed it so much i want desperately like two more scenes at least in the real world yes well, that much and that we, you could also explain, like the whole thing is taking place in future, like future future. Yeah, not it's just not like made clear how generic how now future times it or is. something. Yeah, I like the when she's getting squished by the window hallucination. A lot of this was in the trailer. What um, genre of film do you think this is? Um, I'd call it. It's a it's a sci fi period hmm. thriller, <laughs> I guess, isn't it? Because it's a, it's as much about the fifties as it is the future. I want this vibe, like the style mm-hmm. of victory, the world, 1950s, weird yep. town, in a UFO movie. Like, I want yeah. Nope, but taking place here. All right, yeah. Like that. So, but with, so with, a, with a cult? Or you just mean a 1950s town? 1950s town UFO movie yep. made now. 1950s UFO, yeah. Because we be... don't have them. Like, that's what they all were mm. when UFO movies started being a thing because that's what the town was at that point in time. Yeah. I think, yeah, let's let's just go back to making some of the original points that UFO movies made when we started making them. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I mean, we can't. We're go, we're we're going back to war with Russia. Everything old is new again. We are. It's going time back to war with Russia. It's time to do more body snatchers stuff. I loved the soundtrack to this. Same. That sort. Same The way the the sort of the sort of uh, percussive chanting. So, and mm-hmm. I like it's like using using breath as the instrument, so it's like, ah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Very a bit a little heavy handed. It's very, it's like, but I I just kind of fucked with it. It was going it was it was really really intense. I was like yeah, and mm. it was just like driving along, and it's just like chanting pounding music. I'm like yeah, let's fucking get into it. Um, oh question. Yeah. In terms of the kidnapper taking care of the kidnappy. Yes. Of the victim. Yeah, sure. They are... You can't... You couldn't do it like that. You'd die. Yeah. Because, like, they're responsible for feeding. Yeah. And watering. Yep. You need to... They'd have to have a catheter. You'd have to have... Yeah. You'd have to be giving them NG feeding, fluids. They'd have to... You need a very modern bed and you'd have to keep turning them so they don't get pressure areas. Mm -hmm. And with all of that, the person would die eventually if you're never getting out of a bed. These aren't the grandparents from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, you're gonna. <laughs> oh no, those people definitely got out of that bed when everyone was not at home. Yeah, oh. they are. They are doing shit. Can you imagine if you're looking after someone for all those years and then as soon as they get the chance to go to a fucking chocolate factory, they dancing. jump up dancing? Oh. Oh, I mean, I, you'd be like, <laughs> it's like the mum just stabs like, him. It's, I've been enjoying. It's, it's been like, good getting what? getting the Times Four carers allowance, but. I'm glad we've got this lettuce soup. You're, I'm going to stab you. You kept making me bring you stuff this whole time. <laughs> um, but yeah, eventually you're going to get, like they'll, they'll get a chest infection and die or something. Mm. And, they, and you just waste, your body will waste away. Mm. So, Like when you, see, when you see her in the bed and they're made up to look all grimy and yuck. Aesthetically, yeah, that's cool. It'd be way grimier than but that. I was expecting much more grimier than that. Yeah. Because, like, even it's, just sweat. Yeah, it'd be gross beyond words. Mm. It's horrific. Yeah. But you have and to, it wouldn't but last for... It's the kind of horror that you have to think about afterwards. You don't get it in the film. You realise how horrifying it yeah. is. Yeah. Whereas, like, you want at least that level of horror in the film mm. that then also makes you think about it afterwards. Yeah. Whereas we didn't get that. I liked her cling filming her head. Her head. Oh, that was, that was cool. I like Dr. Connors. Hard to watch. Me too. Old Lurch from Veep. Me too. Why would he have the file in the simulation? And who is he? I haven't it's, thought about that bit yet. He's just a dude in the real I, world. I guess helped, it's all redacted. Who helped with the whole... But I don't put him in the simulation. Have him in the real world looking after the stuff. bodies. Like I mean, he also loves the simulation. All the, all, all, the, all the victims have a lot of medical problems <laughs> in mm. the real world that... <laughs> But if he if he's if he's just code, he can't die. Like if he's just code, he can't die. Yeah. So he just is impervious to physical harm. But he dies yeah. in in the movie. He does, doesn't he? In yeah. The little car chase they do. Uh, but like they... if he's code, that car chase happens, mm-hmm. and he just like rips out, and is then chasing her, which like that's cool, but makes the film exponentially more sci-fi then if he just blips out yeah. so do the other dudes just blip out i think it, yeah i think it needed to lean into a bit of that maybe what do you think about the big band scene the big band party scene where jack gets his big promotion i liked the big band yeah um i laughed because the there was some, there was a lot of bits where 
there was music playing that is supposedly Live. diegetically within the film and the band is in shot and very clearly not playing <laughs> that music. I um I don't know why they I don't know why he danced for five minutes. And it's yeah. like it's like subtly bit... hinted at that he's being forced to do this by yeah. Frank. Like Frank's like, make him spin and then he spins. Mm. Like is that like Frank controlling all of the people him in being this like world? A... Like performing monkey kind yeah. of thing. I think because the this it we're being teased the whole time and then there's never any payoff around the relationship between the men and Frank. Yeah, no. I, I think, think the movie Frank dies too quickly. The movie becomes all about the Jack and Alice relationship and that's kind of okay, but then you I feel is kind of let down around like when he says you're promoted to this committee, like what did that actually mean in real life? And it's kind of been like, oh, I wonder. I'm wondering what that means, and mm. I'm waiting for the reveals of these mysteries of yeah. what but the in, work in is real that life, they're doing. It would literally be he gets access to a website, and now in real world would maybe get paid to be a part of the program as well. But even if if it, even if it's that, that's fine. But I just I would like to be it shown be explained, that yeah, at some yeah. point, and it and. I, I like that here it's kind of implying that Frank is in some way manipulating and controlling the men who have committed to this program as well. Mm. And I think that should be explored more as well. But instead it's just sort of dropped. Yeah. And it, just the, like the earthquakes. The film kind of gets bored of Frank. And he's doing such a cool and interesting performance and he's an interesting character. Like a confrontation between... Him, his wife, and Alice at the exit, right at the end, after she defeats all the dudes en route there. Yeah. If he's just there, and she's there, and they're both the imposing forces that they have been for the film, preventing her from getting out, and then she just talks to the wife, then the wife kills Frank. Yeah. That's a good ending for Frank. Wormtongue style. If you get to have, if you get to have that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. The well, dis- exactly Wormtongue style. He yeah. needs to fall several hundred feet. Yeah. Off the top of the headquarters. I think the fundamental disconnect here is that what is actually going on, the brainwashing kidnap your wife program, <laughs> is... Not uh, explained. Well, no, it, th- I, I, I get what that is, but the simulation they go into doesn't need to also be a cult. Yes. And there's no true. reason it for it to really to be, be a, a cult. Other and world. so you just sort of feel, and then that gets sort of... You feel that get dropped at a certain point. It's all like, oh, it could have just been creepy 1950s. The simulation they get put into could just be the two of them living somewhere together on their own. Yeah. Like, if that's what you wanted... That would be more psychologically sustainable, probably. logically be a selectable choice where you were just, like, with the woman you've kidnapped in an idyllic country home somewhere and she just loves being there and has no choice in the matter. Mm-hmm. And like that's just what it is. Yeah. Like, it's but but for for him to have created this world and then force everybody to live together because they're you're asking for trouble, mate. Yeah, it's you're yeah. just making it hard for yourself. Like, and that's also fine if you explain that Chris Pine is like, we've done this a million times. Now I want a challenge, so we're bringing everyone together. See, cool. Because like he says, you're 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 pushing me, and I like that. So that's and I like that him leaving her in. Even though he knows she's fucking with stuff because he like like that's a really cool villain dynamic of I want to see what you can do. Yeah, if it's one building, just disappears. Also, like if it's one building location. Coming back to the Panopticon idea, if he 
um, if she finds out that they're trapped somewhere, like that they've been kidnapped, and she th- still thinks that um, Jack is on her side, like if she if she thinks they've all been kidnapped and they're all in this simulation, and she goes to Frank who created it, and he's like, "You think this is the only building?" Like mm-hmm. suggesting that there are hundreds of others all over the world. But there's an east and world, she and she saves north the people world. in this one, realizes that all the dudes are fucking horrific dudes, yeah. and gets them either arrested or killed or whatever, and saves all the chicks. Yeah. Um, like does that, but if Frank's last like last little thing hints at the fact that this is not the only place that this is happening, hmm. still leaves room for further horror. Yeah. Whereas she gets a happy ending, which she does, but we don't get to see it. And it's not a happy ending because how who like she's been in there for what a yearish. Yeah, but it's like, you know we're, we're a family. She wins. She wins. Yes. Yeah. She's the final girl. Yeah. Hang on. Chris Frank confronts her in the kitchen. He's like, "You're you're you're pushing me. This is great. Get out there and do more of it." They have the big dinner table conversation, but that's kind of the extent of her her pushing him. Because the end of that is like, "Well, I expected more." And then Jack like calls the agents, and they come and take her away. Mm-hmm. Whereas you think Frank might have been like, "No, leave her in for more. Let her go. Mm-hmm. Let her lose it even more." Then she gets taken away, and they do ECT on her, which again is a little bit of an obvious choice. Mm-hmm. Which, and I guess they're just like reprogramming her. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was a bit strange was they they take her away, they reprogram her, they stick her back in, and then but then she just remembers again. Well, she's not. Jack singing she's never song. actually taken out. Well, she's dragged out of the car, and yeah, but like she doesn't somewhere. leave the simulation. No, but I presume they sort of. I imagine them like. You know, unplug the plug back in yeah. kind of thing. They switch it on and off. But then she just immediately is like, oh no, I remember everything again and confronts Jack again. So it's just like we did a big circle and came back around to. Yeah. I think that could have just been a linear thing of her but slowly what makes waking her realize, up. Though? Jack's like humming a tune. Oh yeah, he puts the he puts the song on the stereo that she's been humming for a few days, and she then remembers. And is it like a modern song or something? No, it's just a song she had stuck in her head. He doesn't accidentally put Muse on or something. No. And then Jack, she confronts Jack again. Jack's really he he really loses it. He's like, "We're lucky to be here." And I I like that she kind of she kind of struggles to reject him, like even in this moment, even in the. Yeah. The horror of everything that's going on, because it would be hard to do that much of a that much of a one eighty. With someone you assume is your husband, and you're like, oh, like it would take you a while to catch up to that. Oh no, you're actually reprehensible. So yeah. I guess. And um, then I like Bunny knowing everything in that whole situation. She fucking kills that motherfucker. Nick, yeah, she glasses him. Harry Styles dies. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Big Nick Kroll fight. <laughs> Massive Nick Kroll confrontation. Finally. Slams him with a car. Big dr- big car chase to headquarters. Huge car chase. Much faster than anything in the book of Boba Fett, which was oh, awesome. Oh, I yeah. liked it a lot. What do you think about the triple car crash he manages to orchestrate? So cool. After <laughs> big crazy. driving for the first time ever on her own. I loved it. Loved it. Um, and then she... She crashes on the way up the up the hill. Obviously, she obviously. is obviously a woman, so she has to crash at obviously. some stage. Yeah, um, <laughs> she runs the rest of the way. She's a woman up in the a road, scary film. Whereas the dudes just go up the side of the hill. I'm like, what? <laughs> smart choice. Smart choice. Yeah. So she then, gets there and she gets out. And she gets out supposedly, and there's a big inhalation. Yeah. So she and wakes then, up, and then that's and that's don't worry, <gasps> darling, isn't it? Yeah, it's a film. So, yes, just going to go through 
Sam's special section, Sam's other notes. The the other I, couple of things I was I was interested in. I kind of I think it could have been more explicitly about mental illness and sort of going crazy. And I guess well, I guess it is kind of bad that where Jack is like, don't don't get hysterical, you know, the way yeah. sort of women's extremes of emotion and sort of correct outrage gets constructed in that way. Well, what I wanted Alice to say at some point was like like something like just because I'm crazy doesn't mean I'm wrong, you know? So sort of like her by going... It's not paranoia if they're out to get you. Yeah, but also even losing your mind is an accurate reflection of the crazy environment they're in, mm. which is being portrayed as normal but is actually insane. And I thought the other thing you could do is have, after that dinner, where she... Have have there be a bit more consequences from that rather than just Jack sort of telling her to telling the agents to take her away? Mm. Could you have one of the other husbands start to lose faith in the whole thing a little bit as well? And try and get them out. And and it'd be cool if that was Nick Kroll. If you have Nick yeah, someone like, like well, I like the I like the idea that Nick Kroll is the victim of mm. his one. Maybe the other, the young husband starts to just realize how fucked up it is what he's doing and so when she can when she comes back in he is the one that somehow triggers her to re-remember something like he that, starts yeah. an external to, force triggers her to re-remember instead of her just re-remembering he starts yeah he starts trying to sort of help the the people that are stuck in the system yeah something like that um but yeah there are options and things that you could have they could have added to make it better overall in terms of mm-hmm. like a little bit more understanding for the audience to know what's going on at the end. Like they don't have to know what's going on while it's happening, but more some explanation at the end. Explanation of the simulation nation. Yes. Simulization. Yeah. Um Frank needs a more substantial death style and a role in the Um Yeah. I think I, we see, need I, think... I can't get over the fact that Shia LaBeouf is awesome for real world character yeah and harry styles is awesome for in-game harry. <laughs> like yeah what a, they don't work the other way around. what an insult to shia labeouf though to imply that he would choose to look like harry styles if we go into a, a because well, i haven't seen him do anything of I think, late where he doesn't look like a homeless person yeah he's very much he did in, that wall street movie a while he's back very, he's in his do the most acting era yeah I think it just it just needs to not be a simulation. Because if it's not a simulation, then it can be also a cult. Yeah, it just needs not to be a cult. Because it's because even the, the simulationness, the fact that it's a simulation isn't the big breakthrough. The simulation is just this is a form of brainwashing. Mm-hmm. So just have a form of real world brainwashing in a real prefabbed town you've built, and then it makes more sense to build culty elements into it because yeah. you gotta. But you still need all the dudes to be like horrendous kidnappers because that's a cool yeah the men have the men have still kidnapped the women to brain and and they to bring them here. and they wake up in this community with yeah. fake memories etc so that all the ethics of everything is the same mm. just structurally and then have them and then have them actually be doing something out there at the little mountain that's weird and creepy it's causing earthquakes yeah it's a eh, out of 10 <laughs> yeah I think yeah, I think I think some aspects of it are are really good, but just the choice to make it a simulation 
just knocks the wind out of mm. it, I think. Um, and Florence, Pugh, I think Florence Pugh, fantastic. Amazing, amazing performances, except she, for Harry Styles, who I think does, does as much of a performance as Harry Styles can do. Yeah. And that's fine. But again, returning to the theme of you don't have to make stuff. You're, you, you don't have to do acting, I think Harry. he's financially quite safe Look, just some, being Harry Styles. I think for some people, you're just like one of the biggest music stars in the world and a multi-multi-millionaire yep. and universally beloved. And that's all you get, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I think sometimes you just have to learn to be happy with that, and you don't be happy with your lot in life. Don't also try to be a successful actor because it's not it's not for everyone. <laughs> and I feel like you know got, your place. You've got enough, Harry. Yeah, right. stay in your massive. Just keep on your massive one direction, incredibly well paid lane. Yeah. You've got one direction, go in that. Stick with it. Yeah. It's the right one. It is. With your four best friends. Because you're making Chris Pine sad. And there is no higher crime. This is true. In the world of Hollywood. Yeah. Out out of ten. Out of ten, what do you got? Six. Yeah, that's what I was going to go as... Gonna go it's as only well. that high, I think, because of performances. Because of performances and style and music yeah. and stuff. But I think it just... It's just not as... It's not what it could be. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a lot not... of things that aren't what it could be are still mm. what they can be. But this is like... What? This has... <laughs> I feel <laughs> you like... You know what I mean? I feel you know like... I'm saying? Like, a lot of things that aren't what they could like... be are what they can be. I feel like... This feel, I feel like I think we're substance. too tired. This feels like two people like at the end of the party who were just too high. His son's coming up. Like a, do you ever think like you know when you with like because films are like Do you ever just think about purple? You know? You know what I mean? When it's and everything's and then and mm. yeah, dude, dude, I do know what you mean. Why are things just the colour that they are? Did you know a star fruit is the only fruit? Named after a color. <laughs> well, I gotta go home. I gotta go home. This was fun. This was fun. All right, thank you for Kick listening, on. everybody. Kick on, boys. Kick, do you want to go to? Do you want to go to after afters? Because <laughs> this is afters, yeah. But then there's after afters. Like I'm real tired. I might go for a nap first, but kick on. And then we'll and then we'll kick. We'll then kick we'll on come. like three days from now. Yeah. Next weekend. Let's all go home and kick on alone for a couple of days, <laughs> and then we'll keep kicking on when, yeah. we come, when we'll meet up. We'll meet up. Later. I'll see it work tomorrow. <sighs> Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. We will be back soon with our much-awaited review. I'm quite confident that our next episode will be Titans season two, <laughs> <laughs> which we've been saying for, for like ten episodes for a long, long time. Bye, everyone. Someone out there is just hanging on. I imagine Christine is out I there. I hope it's Christine. Yeah. Big Titans fan, obviously. Assuming you should get to the end of any of our episodes. Well, pretty sure they do. Oh. Um, Yeah. We'll be back soon to talk about Titans. That was Don't Worry, Darling. Cheerio, then. Cheerio. Cheerio. And don't worry. As... As as Harry Styles would say, only if he were in a simulation. <laughs> as Cheerio. those Brits say... Keep calm. Keep calm. And carry on. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, they didn't. That was supposed to campaign that was never actually circulated and was only brought out for like novelty gifts in the 2000s. All right. Thanks, everyone.